Hey, Crime Salad listeners, Ashley here with Crime Salad, and with me always is my partner in crime, Ricky. We have a fairly recent case for you that is absolutely disturbing. Now, please don't eat us alive as the names in this case are a bit difficult to pronounce, but we're going to do our best. Our last post on Instagram, you told us where you were listening from, so it sparked an idea. Ricky and I would love to hear about a case that happened in your area, your state, your country. So tag us in a story of a case or send us a DM on Instagram at Crime Salad Podcast. We would love to possibly cover the case you send us on our show. Everything is on the internet. The good, the bad, and the downright horrible. And among these content creators are a growing number of social media celebrities, people who have become famous for their YouTube videos, TikToks, or live streams. While much of this content is harmless and relatively wholesome, like dance crazes or baking tips, a darker side of streaming has started to rise up. This has become a particular problem in Russia, where the culture of trash streaming has led users to post increasingly violent, dangerous, and alarming videos and streams. And one of the disturbing cases of trash streaming, a Russian YouTuber who goes by the name Staz Reflay live-streamed a supposed prank that quickly turned deadly. But even after he realized his actions may have gone too far, Reflay kept streaming. Which begs the question, how far will people go for views? Most of what we know about Stanislav Roshentnikov, better known as Stas Reflay, and his girlfriend Valentina Grigorieva, who goes by the name of Valya, we know through their YouTube videos, but most of which are beyond horrific to watch. Reflay, who was 30 years old, had gained popularity by streaming his life through YouTube and other platforms. Over the last couple of years, he had garnered a sizable following of about 6,000. Filming from Moscow, Russia, much of Reflay's following and income came from doing tasks or stunts in exchange for donations from viewers. With far less regulation of what can be streamed online than here in the US, Reflay was able and willing to go as far as he needed to go to keep viewers' attention on him. Unfortunately, his girlfriend, Valya, was caught between him and his sadistic audience. Thalia was 28 and according to Stanislav, his best friend. At times in his streams and to the press, he only had wonderful things to say about her. She was very kind, loyal, and talented. She was an actress who had graduated from school with honors. In multiple streams, he called her a genius. But despite his high praise, Reefley told viewers that it could never work between them. Valya wanted a relationship, and though he said that he loved her, he refused to be in a relationship with her because she was also a prostitute, and he refused to date a girl like that. We assume that his language is to shame Valya for her sexual activities, labeling her as promiscuous. It was just another way that Reflay used his platform to create drama and abuse a woman who clearly loved him despite his violence. All of Valentina's friends hated Staz Reflay's streams and their friends' participation in them. All they saw was a man full of cruelty. In Staz Reflay's videos, the most common type of content streamed was violence. 
directed at his friends, other women, and sometimes himself, but most often Valya. In the months preceding his now infamous December stream, Valya had suffered aggressive and horrible attacks. In one video, she was pepper sprayed repeatedly in the face and was crying in pain. In another, she was hit on the head with plates and other breakable dishes. One incident, though, had landed Staz Reflay in the hospital himself. During a stream in which he was taking shots of alcohol with another woman, two men burst into his small apartment that he filmed from and began beating Stanislav up. He ended up in the hospital with a broken jaw. The two assailants took Reflay's computer in an attempt to destroy any evidence of their assault, but they were unaware that the entire event had been streamed live. Though his attackers were never arrested or charged, it was rumored that they had been angered at something that had happened in a previous stream. But what angered Reflay the most was not that he had a broken jaw and temporarily lost his ability to speak, but that the woman he was with had turned the camera away from the violence and tried to stop it from being recorded live. Staz Reflay recorded most of his videos through YouTube. It's believed, though, according to a representative, his account wasn't registered through their partnership program, which allows users to earn money from their videos. Instead, he received most of his money through a third-party app called Donate Pay, which allowed viewers to send him money without being affiliated with YouTube's partnership program. Staz Reflay had been banned from Twitch, a larger, more popular live streaming site in 2018. Though we guess that it has something to do with the violent graphic nature of his videos, Twitch was unable to share the specific reason without violating privacy agreements. On the night of December 2nd of 2020, Stas Reflay started the live stream from his home in Moscow with his girlfriend Valya and another friend named Marina. Thousands of people were watching online. The stream started out with the three of them heavily drinking alcohol. Until after about two hours, a viewer offered up $1,000 if Stas would beat up Valya, who was believed to be pregnant at the time, and lock her outside. At first, the three of them laughed it off, but eventually began to take it seriously and accepted the offer. Valya tried to resist him, but as he became more aggressive, she pulled out a pocket knife to protect herself. This only caused Stas Reflay to become more violent towards her. The couple then moved off camera and a loud argument can be heard. The sound of Valya being hit echoed from off screen. Reflay then stripped off her clothing until she was only in her underwear, poured water under her head and forced her outside onto the balcony of his home in the village of Ivanonka. In the stream, he yelled at her that it was because she was too drunk and needed to sober up. With it being a December night in Moscow, temperatures were already well below freezing that night. Beyond just locking her outside, covered in water with no clothes on, he also was paid to verbally abuse her, yelling that she was a prostitute and smelly. For nearly 20 minutes during the stream, Valia can be heard knocking on the door, begging to be let inside, crying that she thought she was going to die. Despite Valia's pleas for help, Reflay continued the stream until she went entirely silent outside the front door. 
Finally concerned, he went to check on her and found that she was unconscious and pale on the floor. The stream, still with thousands of viewers turning in, took a dark turn. As Stas Riflay dragged the body of Valia in from the outside, he put her lifeless body on the couch and attempted CPR, but she wasn't moving at all. Even as he tried to revive her, Riflay kept talking to his audience, saying aloud what he was seeing. He said, guys, no pulse, she's pale. She is not breathing. He cried out, Valia, are you still alive? My bunny, what's up with you? Valia, Valia, damn, you look like you're dead. Bunny, come on, tell me something. I'm worrying, damn, I don't feel a heartbeat. On the couch, Riflay covered her body with a blanket to warm her up, but it was clear that she wasn't going to recover. Crying, he called for an ambulance to help. While waiting for the paramedics to arrive, an audience member, as he was still recording live, offered him $1,500 to keep the stream going. Stas Riflay accepted, and thousands of people watched from their own homes as the EMTs arrived. Once on the scene, they quickly announced that Valia was dead. Stas claimed that it was an overdose initially, but paramedics were able to deduce that what was more likely was hypothermia from her time locked outside. While the ambulance team moved Valia's body away, Riflay told his viewers, what is there to regret? I didn't really do anything. Assuming it was hypothermia and unaware of the extent of what happened to Valia, the paramedics left with her body. But Stas Riflay continued the stream. In all, his stream lasted for two hours after Valia was found dead, after being abused and locked outside. Although paramedics had initially suspected that Valia had died of hypothermia from being outside without any clothes on, her autopsy reported something different. First, it confirmed that she was not pregnant at the time of her death, unlike many rumors had said. And second, and most horrifying, her actual cause of death was listed as cranial cerebral trauma, meaning that she had actually died from a head injury. Her death certificate also listed multiple bruising on the face and hemorrhaging of soft tissues. Being locked outside while drunk, naked and wet certainly wasn't good for her, but it was Stas Riflay's violence that was the real reason that she was dead. Stas Riflay was already being held by police when the new cause of death was released. Though he was willing to admit that he had hit her multiple times the day of her death, including blows to the head, he refused to admit that he was guilty. He claimed that it was all just an innocent prank that had gone horribly wrong. We have to wonder how this could all be seen by anyone as an innocent prank. After years of streaming his abuse of her, Stas Riflay had many video recordings that proved how violent he could be, both for a price and just because he was angry. Despite his claims of innocence, since there was ample video evidence, he was to face trial for Valia's death. Before taking the stand, Stas underwent psychological evaluations to prove that he was capable of being tried at all. These tests all proved him to be sane, and the trial was to move forward. 
Unlike trials in the United States that often take years to progress through, Stanislav's trial moved quickly. Initially, it was presumed that his most likely sentencing would have been two years of imprisonment, but that would have only been the case if the cause of Valia's death was determined to be hypothermia directly connecting to filming. Given that it was head trauma that had actually killed her, Staz was facing a more serious punishment if it was proven that it was violence that led to her death. Despite video evidence of him repeatedly hitting and hurting her, his lawyer, Yevgeny Kulegin, and Staz himself claim his innocence. They claimed that it was more likely that she died of a stroke or some other unforeseeable brain trauma like an aneurysm. We aren't buying it though. From December to his trial in April, Stanislav remained in a detention center in Moscow until Tuesday, April 27, 2021, when he was convicted of intentional infliction of grievous bodily harm, dangerous to human life, committed with the use of an object used as a weapon, resulting in the death of the victim by negligence. This lengthy conviction boils down to courts finding Stas guilty for intentionally harming Valia by hitting her with something, and his refusal to care for her after made it worse by locking her outside is what directly led to her death. At his sentencing in the Rominsky City Court in Moscow, his mother, brothers, and sister were in attendance, though according to all reports, they were in a subdued mood, quietly facing what Stas had done. In previous reports, his mother claimed that her son wouldn't hurt a kitten, and he was all around a very kind man. Of course, given what we've seen and heard of his live stream, which are full of horrific violent displays, his mother didn't see what her son was really capable of and doing for his income. For Valentina Grigorieva's murder, Stanislav was sentenced to only six years in a maximum security penal colony which are large prisons in Russia that are both detention centers and employ compulsory work for inmates. Though up to 15 years had been a possibility, the prosecution was unable to concretely prove that it was directly Stanislav's fault that she died. They knew that they had a physical fight, but because she was also highly intoxicated and he was in a different room at the time of her death, they were unable to get a longer sentence. Unfortunately, Valentina's death is only one of many that had been happening in Russia lately due to the increase in trash streaming. In only recent months, videos have continued to surface of people doing horrific things to themselves and others. In one video, a 60-year-old man can be seen dying after drinking a liter and a half of straight vodka. In another, a woman is drugged and sexually assaulted, all on camera while thousands watch. Many proud trash streamers in Russia say that in order to become famous, you need to stand out from the competition by being willing to take on more heinous and wild requests from your viewers, which often means doing sadistic, masochistic, violent, misogynistic things to other people or yourself. When the COVID-19 pandemic led to more global lockdowns and time online, trash streaming saw a large number of viewers willing to pay. In particular, homeless people and other individuals with intellectual disabilities are often the recipients of these streamers and viewers' violence. Their need for money and the inability to fully understand the gravity 
of what they are agreeing to have left them as an increasingly vulnerable population in the streams. But following Valentina's death and a slew of other assault claims, primarily from women, legislators are preparing to finally take action. A bill is being debated that would ban trash streaming and fine and possibly jail anyone found to be violating that. But given how slippery and difficult it could be to enforce, on top of growing concern about extreme censorship in Russia, it seems that the bill would ultimately fail. The strongest push against trash streaming has been sites like YouTube, working hard to remove any videos that violate their terms and agreement, which most of these streams do and to ban users like Staz Reflay who highlight and promote horrific violence on their channels. Though the stream on Valentina's death wasn't originally on YouTube, reposts of the video continue to pop up. YouTube has taken down all of Reflay's videos and issued statements condemning his behavior. Some activists have asked that more censorship be put in place until trash streaming is under control. They highlight the hypocrisy in some streaming policies that are more concerned with censorship art and the female body, but continue to allow videos of murders and physical and sexual assault to circulate. To some, until trash streaming is no longer a problem, laws and consequences need to be put in place. We hope that the Russian government will take a serious look at what trash streamers are doing there and how their dangerous content is being spread globally. If you or someone you know is a victim of domestic abuse, we encourage you to reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 800-799-SAFE for information, support, and help. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. We'll see you next week. Crime Salad is a Weird Salad production. Are you kidding me? That was perfect. Mm-hmm.